0: Good day, everyone. My name is Angel Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. In today's session, I would like to discuss earnings per share. This is part one of this series. Now let us look at what is earnings per share It encapsulates the organization's performance in a single number and it does indicate company's profitability. Earnings per share is considered to be the single most important variable in determining a share price. Now let us look at how it becomes this important. I hope you remember how to calculate the price to earnings ratio. Earnings per share is a major component used to calculate the P-E ratio, where E in the P-E refers to earnings per share. By dividing a company's share price by its earnings per share, an investor can understand the fair market value of a stock in terms of what the market is willing to pay based on the company's current earnings. So you can see how important this earnings per share is. In this session, we will be calculating earnings per share and we will also look at how preference shares makes a difference in this. To do this calculation, we will take an example and the example company here is ABC PLC. Now I'm going to read out ABC PLC's Statement of Profit and Loss Year ended 31st December 20x7. All figures are in millions. And now let us look at the statement of profit and loss. Sales or revenue, 250. Cost of sales, 162. Therefore, they've got a gross profit of 88. Selling and admin expenses, 30 million. Profit before tax is fifty eight tax is 18 million and then ABC gets a profit of 40 million. Now let us see how ABC will calculate earnings per share. Accounting standard related to these earnings per shares is IAS 33. What is the definition of earnings per share? It is profit after tax which is attributable to shareholders divided by weighted average number of ordinary shares outstanding in that period. If there are preference shares in this particular company, we need to look at the earnings per share based on how the preference shares are classified. Because the preference shares can be classified as equity or liability. Let us look into this a bit more deeply. Let us take an example of ABC company and look at how we would calculate earnings per share if the preference shares are classified as equity. Now let us look at this example. ABC has 40 million, 5% cumulative preference shares outstanding throughout the year and classified as equity in accordance with IAS 32. Let us look at how much you will have to allocate to the preference shareholders. It is 40 million multiplied by 5%, which is 2 million. Now you will need to reduce this 2 million from the profit after tax of 40 million before you calculate the EPS. The profit after tax will be 40 million minus the 2 million, 38 million. What if the preference shares are classified as a liability? Let's look at an example here. ABC has 40,000,000 5% cumulative preference shares, outstanding throughout the year and classified as liability in accordance with IAS 32. The 2,000,000 preference dividends would have been recognised as an expense in determining the profit for the year in the statement of profit and loss. Therefore, we don't have to do any further adjustment to calculate the basic earnings per share. In this case, the profit figure to use is 40 million. We were dealing with preference shares that was classified as cumulative. Preference shares can also be classified as non-cumulative. How would you treat earnings per shares then? ABC has 40 million 5% non-cumulative preference shares outstanding throughout the year. The profit figure to use when calculating the basic earnings per share is either 38 million if the preference dividends were declared in 20X7. However, if the dividend has yet to be declared, the profit figure for earnings per share is 40 million. In summary, I think we need to understand how the preference shares has been classified. The first scenario is where the preference shares is classified as equity. The second scenario is where the preference shares is classified as a liability. In both cases, these preference shares are cumulative preference shares. The third scenario that we looked at is where the preference shares are classified as non-cumulative. I hope you found this useful. And in part two, we will look at earnings per share and rights issue. I hope you found this session useful. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm your host, Andrew Dialves. Thank you.